Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I am your host, Special, and on this show, I like to do one of two things. Either I'm delivering you brand new music that's dropped, or I'm sitting down with an artist to break down their latest project, and that's what we're doing today. Zenon joins me to break down his project, Blocks One. We talk about everything, the story behind the title, how he makes his own videos, him going to school for media communication, what he calls putting his icing on things, different art interpretations, plus he even made individual cover arts for each track so we talk about that him being inspired by film including the movie inception and really incorporating brick squad and atlanta music on this project and so much more also just a quick note the audio isn't my favorite on this one i tried really hard to make it sound as good as possible so that won't be a problem moving forward but i do want to apologize in advance but yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Xenon, uh, producer, part of ODS, member of At The Ave Records. Xenon is here. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk about Blocks One. It's out. The people can hear it. We got to get started with the title. Why Blocks One? We just had a simple idea, which was, you know, it's remixes. We're doing covers, remixes. My name's Xenon. They call me Z for short, so I was just like, oh, just going to call it the Z-Mix. And that's what it was for for a long time. And then I'm sitting with, with a soundtrack one day. Shout out, soundtrack. Working on the art cover. Basically, we had the whole concept for it, which was, you know, having like little 3D kind of blocks and stuff coming up. Just as some visual artwork. For me, the cover art doesn't really have to be super, super duper tangible to your title and things like that. I just liked how it looked with the blocks and everything was coming up. We're in the moment. We're in the heat of the moment making art and soundtrack he's like should just just call it blocks i looked at him, he was like i don't know just just call it blocks i was like yeah i was like keep it he was like and he started naming off all these other titles like what do they mean i was like you know it kind of don't mean much but it means everything at the same time you know what i mean because when you put a title with a lot of your projects and stuff like that it makes it make sense and in terms of blocks they're kind of like building blocks to the different tracks that i put together with the covers and they're all kind of like culmination of remixes and in a series of remixes that that i'll be putting out so yeah that's kind of how blocks came about and it's cool because it's one of those words where you can incorporate the z so it makes sense exactly you you put blocks with the z and now it's you boom that's what i was going to ask about too as far as the cover artwork you guys worked on that together or were you working with a designer how does the cover art come about so earlier projects i had an earlier project this past year i heard that it was my first real like beat tape or whatever and um we outsourced work to uh this guy named cut tear online shout out cut he's amazing just an amazing graphic designer he's just got a weird mind man in a really good way so our first projects we kind of were outsourcing and, and getting a lot of stuff to him but you know he's he's dope so he, you know he's getting busy got a lot of other projects and stuff going on just just with a lot of like great cats so we started trying to kind of find a ways to do the artwork ourselves and that's kind of how we came up on blocks i drew some stuff out and soundtrack he drew a couple of ideas and then i just kind of ran with him on photoshop and once i got you know kind of the main frame i just started kind of adding colors it's cool like once you get a you know you get a, like a little set idea the colors kind of make it pop when you can switch between the two if you're doing like series and stuff like that so i've just been doing a lot of the art ourselves that's dope to do it yourself like just well it's fun too because yeah. you can learn you can learn different stuff about about what you can do you know sometimes be honest you know you make music all day doing 
doing different things. It's art at the end of the day, and it's and it's kind of a, a, a cool avenue to explore doing different stuff. Speaking of doing different stuff, the videos. Oh my goodness, they're so good. You make those yourself too? Yes, I did. Oh my yeah. god, I'm kind of like a nerd when it comes to like creating. So okay. I personally want to know like if you want to tell as far as the programs used and stuff like that, but also just kind of the visions behind it and why you think it's important. I use Premiere and my whole thing about it is I'm real rhythmic when it comes to like editing. I, when I when I went to school, I also went to school for like media media technology more or less. So we did a lot of different sound design, video editing, things like that. And I've always had a passion for film as well and just like cutting images to sound, cutting images to music, which is, you know, thinking about just kind of like the industry and stuff is a super important thing as well, just about, you know, your images and and, and how they move and and what they kind of portray when playing music. So for me, my process was really that, just kind of like feeling it through. A lot of music videos, you know, you know what they look like, but just when they they come to a different song with a different different bounce, you just kind of want it to reflect that and I did I did cut a few I chopped a few down just to kind of like accentuate certain portions and it's cool just because it's not what it originally was at all sometimes the stuff is like sped up sometimes slow down and it just gives it just a totally different vibe and it's cool my little thing I like when they when they have like dancers and stuff in the videos and stuff that's like my favorite thing like my probably one of my favorites is uh I like little details but kind of panning back I like to micro kind of look at that because the feeling it's more about the feeling that's there when you finally see the full thing not so much that the detail was like super important but when it comes back it's just a good feeling yeah that's like my vision behind editing anything really it's just feeling it's so dope because it's basically just another glimpse into your mind you're not only remixing these songs but now you're remixing the videos and being able to give that visual element because I think you know a lot of producers it's all sound and to them it's visual and to some you know listeners it's visual but having both of those and being able to hone in on those little details like it's just really a journey through your mind that yeah. like we're so thankful for because that's so dope so. thank you yeah I, I mean and at the end of the day it's all sampling I mean it's all sampling so it's kind of ingrained in what we do even if it's music but if it's if it's videos it's the same thing you can get found footage and you're trying to repurpose something give it a different meaning for people to analyze and for people to love so Love, love, love it. And then before we get into the tracks, I have to ask about the all caps in the song titles. I think producers also do a fantastic job at titling things and being very strategic with how they do it. You'll see a lot of all caps or all lowercase or, you know what I mean, meshing words together. Like it's such a different part of the creative process that I feel like rappers and singers and other creatives don't really tap into, but producers are very into the titles why all caps on this project it's kind of like how you do your artwork everything is just a visual representation there are a lot of beat tapes or, or things like that are unofficial they're just all lowercase so i know that was kind of one of the things i just didn't want to do it i just wanted to kind of I was like, oh the opposite of lowercase they're just bold and they're kind of all blocky if you're like really lowercase they have this different form but i think a lot of the capital letters and stuff is just they're all blocks i love when it comes full circle now we just gotta go track by track. 21. I'm just on my ex-bitch. I'm just on my 
Which came first, you finding him playing the guitar or the 21 Savage song? Definitely finding him playing the guitar. We as diggers, I love vinyl. What we've learned over the years, too, is like, you know, you can get sounds. Sounds come from anywhere. They could come from vinyl. They could come from YouTube. They could come from Instagram or any or anything. That's kind of like, well, you know, I found him. I like the sound. I like the guitars. I'm real big on, like, guitar, guitar sounds and those acoustic sounds. It was just a good feeling. But yeah, and then the lyrics, you know, the lyrics came after just to, you know, a, a lot of times that, that comes from you're working with artists back and forth. Sometimes you're like waiting to hear back from them or you just got downtime sometimes. So you're making beats and a lot of times it's just good to like hear another voice on it. You know what I mean? Just to see where you stand on that on that song or on that track. Just to kind of see kind of the, the route that it might go. And that's kind of how a lot of the stuff, you know, ends up and just like, what's this cat sound like on here? That leads us to commas. Just a pure example about how your drums sound so live and so crazy. What was it like making that one? It was live. <laughs> Man, you gotta, you gotta think, like, trying to think of where them drums came from. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's it's old breaks, and it started with the sample. It started with the sample. It's just a feeling. I mean, I had the drums in mind, but there was just something about that, just that it was just this, this loop that felt really good. I know at that time, I think I was, I was boom bapping, like super boom bapping a lot of stuff. Like, so I, I found these other drums that were just kind of like free and they were kind of free floating and just super live, like a lot of crashing cymbals and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this goes perfectly with that feeling of that, that sample that I don't know what it is in there, but it's dope. It just kind of ended up being that. It's just a good feeling. What drew out to me the most was just the doubles, like the feels, the feels and stuff through each thing and the, and the space that comes like with each double so you got the and um i kind of wanted to just like play on that so the future joint with commas it's like i knew laying that on top he's gonna be doing a lot of like fast and like triples and stuff like that when he's when he's rapping and it just went perfectly with the drums once you're like your your lyrics are, are hitting those pockets with the drums like it's like you're always winning like <laughs> man i like singers sometimes i like i like when they like sing rap and like singing stuff because it just it flows throughout the melody yeah sometimes. it gives you more to play with as yeah, well as exactly melody. that one's cool too because it's just like the original beat is the original beat but this really feels like you're fucking some shit up you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. the way the drums feel so live it's and wild. like, it's, yeah, it's like it's angry like, and like, like happy all the yeah, same time but we're like fucking up these guys like it just it really encompasses what he was saying i think better and just it gives off the feeling make more. you want to jump mm -hmm. yeah. hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then super I feel like that one feels video game-esque. Was that on purpose or it just kind of happened? Before that, shout out Keith Bueno because when I posted it, it's funny that you said that too. He dropped like this Mario. <laughs> Mario was like dropping these balls to the beat. It was like, whoop, 
it is really video game esque. So that was the vision for it. Like you, you did intentionally kind of oh, make it video nah, game esque. No, nah, it it's just no. Nah, it, was, it was just the samples. You know, sometimes they they just had some crazy sounds. I don't even remember where that record was, but it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Bob James joint. Look, I'm sorry. I I make shit and forget. It, right, right. That's, That's why you guys around. are teammates. Yeah, so the super joint, I found a sample. Uh, it was Bob James. It was just this crazy, like, it was almost, it sounded like casino. Almost like it sounded like you're in a casino already. You know, just kind of like with that vibe, I just wanted to, like, give a little, give a little extra to it. I just started adding, like, these little bubbly things on top of it. You know, it sounds like Yoshi when he, like, jumps. <laughs> like Yoshi when he jumps in the air and stuff like that. So I, oh, it's, it just kind of came together as far as the acapella goes. We just been on the like kind of putting a lot of trap in lately, just because it's cool to hear, man. A lot of a lot of people talk about the about the trap like, oh, these cats can't rap, you know. But it's just different tastes. Like for people, like a lot of them have some of the most ridiculous cadences, and sometimes the beats don't reflect that. Not that they're not good. Sometimes they just don't reflect the talent that they actually have. So I think it's just cool, like. It almost makes you like listen to what they're saying even more sometimes, and I I think that's a lot of times why we've been messing with the trap and giving it a different purpose and having having people be able to like kind of like hear the word. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, I don't even hear them sometimes like when they <laughs> when they rap, but when I hear them over the over the beats, it's like you can really hear what they're saying. Yeah. Speaking of the trap, that leads me to my favorite juice. I just already love that song. I'm such a huge Gucci fan. OJ the Just Man, like, just legendary the way he just kind of came in and came out. But the way that one feels, it just feels so good. What was it like making that one? So, Common's probably my favorite track, like, listening to. Juice was probably my favorite track in the process of, like, making, just because I have an, an affinity for OJ the Juice, man. Like, I, I, you know, that's my high school experience. First off, I used to run classical out the building. That's the State versus Reggie Davis at Gucci Mane. And I think just that whole wave, him and Waka and OJ Juice, man, coming on Brick Squad, like, all of that. It's just what I was, like, in, in, in high school. Everybody was slapping it. I was slapping it. It was just cool. He had the swag, um, OJ. And so when I found it, my first thing, it just took me back to kind of like again like what they were like the, the kind of beats that were that were under it what it was, what they were going you know the, the the production that was under it it was just a fun track just to hear his pockets and his hey like like all of that stuff over this like lush <laughs> choir you know vocal and stuff and all it, it was just fun and i wanted to make it kind of like simple i didn't want i didn't want too much stuff going on throughout that beat just so you can kind of hear oj and that for me is just it just feels like a time capsule of, like you know what it is but it just it's just it's oj shit type going into that time capsule it almost makes me think about oj gucci and waka and just how we kind of grew with them and what we've learned from them like we've learned so much from their lyrics but we've also learned a lot from them just being the men that they are today well, especially with like when it comes to like Waka, he was he was like a kid, and and I think for him that was the thing. Like he just didn't didn't care what a lot of people. He said some funny stuff, you know. He, he said a lot of, a lot of different funny things, but I think that that wave and that energy of just kind of like whatever it kind of comes in those in those lyrics. And of course, like I said, you got OJ kind of the same thing. He just, I'm gonna just be hey, I don't know. It's just it's fascinating, and and a lot of people gravitate towards that. And just I think we all are trying to find that that way that method of of being who we are unapologetic. 
unapologetically, you know, because we're not nobody's perfect. You know, we all got faults and, and we all got good things and bad things about us. You know, it's sometimes good to just not have to worry about what, what people are, are always thinking. As far as paintballing, you just made it so smooth. Kind of paint that picture for how those came together as far as the walk acapella and just that smooth sample. That was the, that's the SOS, that's the SOS joint. That's why it's smooth. First off, a lot of them, all that, all that stuff is crazy. Again, the, the lyrics didn't, didn't really come till later. You know, a lot of times sit down like, all right, I'm gonna make a remix today. A lot of stuff, I'm make the beat and I was like, oh, kind of cool. So for me, it, it, you know, it started with the beat with SOS. You know, you hear the breathing, you know, you hear like, oh, it's got kind of like get you in a, in a, in a way in a mood and then you know you got the flutes and everything coming over it so the soundscape was already like this it's kind of soft vibe in terms of the lyrics just kind of wanted to go to the polar opposite and just kind of juxtapose those two those two different ideas of like having this smooth feeling over just some just some hard talking why the yeah. title paintballing paintballing i like to do a lot of play on words we always joke around and, and the lyrics not go hard in the paint and at that time i was it was doing different cover art and stuff like that i was getting real literal like the first time I think I was, I was looking up photos and stuff of cats like paint paintball and stuff like that and I think that's kind of like where it came about I was like oh it's called paintball and that's dope I don't think I wanted to go that route visually it was just a little too literal so I used to hoop and so I just think about a lot of different artwork and stuff that that had related to like basketball I'm like oh the paint there's the keys you know hard to paint go hard to paint and so it, again like you know not everything for me I don't think always has to be so literal when it comes to it making sense I think sometimes it's good to like leave that space for your audience your audience not stupid and that's the thing you shouldn't always try to like dictate everything to your audience right I think a lot of times we're when we're creatives and we and we do art observation and analysis is is a portion of that art you shouldn't always have to lay it out verbatim to people and and say okay this is what it is take us because then what does that leave for them you know what i mean so i kind of like to put a lot of different stuff there and what do you think a lot of people seen inception is that inception he spins the top at the end uh, it's leonardo dicaprio film but they they uh chris nolan film and at the end basically he's in a dream state and you don't know whether or not he's dreaming or not and the, and the movie ends the screen goes black and you never know yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people are like oh well, i think this happened this happened and it's totally fine like either way and i and I, I like film a lot of my influences come from that when it comes to just kind of leaving it leaving it open to the audience unless you want to make a, like an exact point but it's cool sometimes so that's how the artwork came across with just the you know ai kind of on the front and this paintball and you can kind of just like make what you make what you want from it i love it art is about interpretation so being able to leave it open for interpretation and get those interpretations back like it's just incredible so that's dope we'll go back to america this is america don't get you slipping now don't get you slipping now look what i'm whipping now this is america don't get you slipping now don't get you slipping now look what i'm whipping now this is america don't get you slipping now look how i'm living now police be tripping now yeah this is america guns in my area i got this oh my goodness it's so gorgeous oh 
I'm already such a fan of Childish Gambino when he sings. There's this version that he did of You Don't Have to Call by Usher. And oh my God, like it's, it's gorgeous. He just sings gorgeously. It makes me happy. With that track, I almost feel like maybe everything was already in it. Like, did you sample that song within it or is there an additional sample in there oh like within the was that this is america sample yeah because like he does do all of that singing and all the melodic and you know what i mean all that stuff and you hear it so was that all that was or was there more to it Nah, that's a totally different record mm. that, I, that i'll tell you about off the record <laughs> but uh it's very choir based mm-hmm. that's the first thing that that drew my ear Charles gambino is a he's an amazing artist and just a great visionary just in terms of merging music and film which i you know i really love so when i when i first saw the 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 video just how they pan out to that to that crowd and they're you know they're doing the clapping i'm like oh this is like perfect this is perfect this is exactly what i know the rest of this is gonna you know the rest of it's gonna fall in line but that choir and that crowd is kind of like that's it that's it and also just the way you know they're singing in the background and then you're, you know you're hearing this is america it's just it's almost like it's anthem like in a sense that was just kind of the direction that I, I didn't look back and, and wanted to go with and also it's, it's it's cool too because you know a lot of times you hear choir you think about church and oftentimes when you're in church you think about you talk about a lot of the issues that are going on especially within the you know the black community from the black church there's, there's always a way the reverend is, is tying the issues of the world back to having your faith and keeping your faith and so i think the the song is perfect too just because you know america's kind of kind of it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a lot right now it's, it's a lot that we're going through and i think it was just a perfect blend of that sample and that sound and that emotion with with the things that he was talking about yes 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 that leads us to party party It's funny because in my notes, I put that Party Party is smooth and glittery. And to hear Soundtrack say that you put the icing on something, that you guys actually call it icing, like I feel like icing and glitter kind of, you know, go together. So kind of walk us through taking that Gucci song and making it, as I said, smooth and glittery. That sample's crazy. I think I was just really in a mood. I was in a, a Brick Squad mood again. I just liked that era. I think that was that was one of the, the tracks off State versus Rachel Davis. I used to play that in the, like all the way in the ground. And his tone, it was something about his tone when they were saying you know, party, 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 that kind of just like goes with that eerie. I knew when that keeps coming around, it's going to be a good feeling. It's the hook. What really made it pop for me, I think, is just like there's that because there's so much crazy stuff in the sample uh, oftentimes i don't want to be doing like a lot of crazy stuff with my drums so i think the simple kind of lets everything breathe for a little bit i mean it's just a, it's a fun track more than a song i think i just like putting art together i have the the regular cover art which is the blocks but then for each single there are individual you'll see it on like Bandcamp and stuff like that they're individual cover art I think Brick Squad too, a lot of what they've done in terms of their lyrics and just the way they rock, I think they've birthed a lot of a lot of <laughs> yes. these artists now, right? Like you call them Gucci babies or or you know, right? So I think it was only fitting that we have the root of that 
in the project as well, just so it's not all all new stuff. You can kind of like navigate through it and see, okay, where did this, where did a lot of this like trap and these lyrics and these kind of like these kind of goofy, catchy, serious, hard stuff, all this like lyrics don't care type where it kind of comes from. And then Gucci was kind of like pioneer that, at least spearheading, you know. Easily birth them, easily. Like sometimes I'll still hear Migos songs and it takes me a second to be like, this isn't Gucci, this is me. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's nuts. That leads us to Ugh is just so head knocking. Like, I mean, of course, the smooth stuff is fun, but I think for producers, like making that head knocking shit yeah. that you just play super loud when you're making it is just so, so good. Walk us through making that one. Man, 2007, 2009, you already know what I'm talking about. Dro, like, Best Thing Smoking came out right after uh, King. I think he had a feature on T.I.'s T.I.'s uh, track, Bankhead. That's the first time I heard Young Dro, and it was just hard. So when I heard that Best Thing Smoking came out, like, man, I'm all over that. I, used to, I ran that in the ground, kind of like Brick Squad, and it was just in my ears all day. So I got an affinity for Dro and just his just his cadence, you know what I mean? The stuff he talks about, how he talks, and, and just, the, just the swag that's on it. Like, I just, I love his lyrics and his cadences, his pockets. It was no different. It's just one of those ones, and it's always just some hard beats, so it's just always one of those ones where it's just it's gonna be super fun get you going just super energetic it's just the feeling that i want to go for again keeping the beats like keeping them simple you know having just a simple kind of like to let him go because he, he going all you know all over the track it's yandro i love his lyrics and i and i, and I love just kind of his his whole cadence about stuff and it's goofy and you talk about some serious stuff too but he's also he's got he's got a humor to him a lot of people in atlanta got a humor you know humor is a major part of not just the music but just you know how things are as well which is great and i kind of wanted to want to capture that in my in my artwork too so if y'all look on Bandcamp, you know you got the baby it's just a nasty baby with some <laughs> shit all over his face <laughs> and first thing you probably say is uh so it's like oh it's perfect i shared it with a uh, soundtrack man a few words but yo that's the first thing you go yo and just shake his head so i'm like okay that's i'll put that up there and then the last one play of course nipsey r.i.p nipsey definitely because you talked about how a lot of these songs you played with the sample first, made the beat, and then kind of were like, okay, there's this acapella, it fits. Was this one a little more intentional or was it the same process? Half and half. I made the beat first, for sure. Sampled it a while ago and, and put it together. It's how it first comes in, like with the intro and everything, that it just feels like a real statement. Say a lot of things have been gone since then and sometimes it's good to remember when and 
you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, man, it's the last song. And, you know, it's, it's been been crazy just the past couple months in terms of, of that whole situation. And I'm like, it's, it's got to go. It's just got to go on there. So I think half of it was already done. You know, I had I'd had the remix for a minute, but just the intentionality, like really putting it last, kind of paying homage to, to the, the way that he's paved, kind of like, you know, the stuff that we're doing, all of us kind of like, you know, we, we promote ourselves and we're doing a lot of stuff out the trunk, if you will. And that's kind of a, you know, an old concept, but one that Nip has, has really stood by and really pushed and really has uh, inspired a lot of people to do the same. So I'm like, it's only right just to put it on. Ain't got to be no huge, like, shout out or statement, but you just know. It's just, you know, that's that last thing. You hear it and know what it's about. Like I said, it's half and half. It was done, but I I intentionally wanted to put him last and, and, and show my respect. That verse is just so encapsulating because it's so reflective of him and his journey it's it's just so eerie yet beautiful that verse in itself yeah and it's something that we can all attest to right like it's his story but it's our story like we're all trying to find a path and we're all trying to make a way you know a way for ourselves we all have you know shortcomings we all have roadblocks just to know the state of course put in overtime as he as he was saying how it just kind of comes on too like i love that it just it just comes overtime it's totally silent there are a lot of there's a lot of parts of those lyrics that just it's weird like i listen to it and it's almost i, I consume it still even though it's like my remix like i still listen to it i'm just like man this is crazy like it's crazy what he's talking about and it's like this is what i'm doing <laughs> kind of like right now it's what it's what we all doing it's just a great outro it's just a great message and i think I, that was my whole thing too just about blocks yeah it's random but it also is going to take you on a on some type of journey whether it's going to be the exact words that you take from it or the feeling but it's going to take you on some type of journey it's going to be some type of cohesion to it and there was nothing better for me just to top it off with nip at the end definitely yeah anything else you want to tell the people about block swing Man, go buy it. <laughs> it's on Bandcamp right now. It's still out. It's at, it's at Bandcamp. Uh, it's streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, Title, everything. That's pretty much it, man. And enjoy it. it. I, I I really you know put a lot into it. I just want to be able to spread something to to my listeners and and other listeners, new listeners, old listeners. So yeah, just go support, stream it, loop it if you can on Spotify, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, just enjoy enjoy the project. Yay! Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. Not only has Zenon put out Blocks 1, but he's also put out Blocks 2. So make sure you check out both of those. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And then reach out to me. Let me know what your favorite part was or just say hi. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram it's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.